Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along Beis Hashem here in Mishnah Yud. The another three ideas that Rebbe Yezer Ben Horkin is taught, but these, as we'll see, Rebbe Yehuda says, these are not same things that he felt have to be said and spoken and thought about all the time. And they are the Hevem Meschamim Keneged Oiron Shel Chachamim. One indeed should warm himself from the fire, from the warmth, which means the chachman, the wisdom of chachamim. However, says Rabbi Keneged, stand opposite it, next to it. Don't get too close. Why? However, you have to be careful of their glowing coal, the fire that burns within the chachamim, that you shouldn't get burnt. This marshal that he's using, the Tana here of warming oneself from the fire of the Chachamim, if you stand, distance yourself away from a fire, an appropriate manner, appropriate distance, you get benefit from the fire, you have the warmth, you have the light, and you don't get burnt. But if you approach it too closely, you can get burnt from the fire. So it is one who gets too close to the light, the fire of the Chachamim, while getting benefit from their wisdom. Distance doesn't mean, obviously, in a physical proximity, but it means in terms of a, a friendliness. One can't become too over-friendly with a great person with the Godel, even though they find themselves in close contact with them on a regular basis. One has to be very careful about that, that uh, those people who are close with G'dayli Yisrael, it, it's only natural that the, the more you have to do with the person and the more you're in the inner world of the person, so you uh, you let your guard down and the, the respect could somehow wane a little bit. And that's what the Tana is warning us against. With an awe and a respect, the COVID rush, with a weightiness, and one should become too cavalier with them, too uh, overly friendly in the way he speaks to them, the way he behaves in their presence, the way he addresses them. And don't get closer than they allow one to get close. And one has to be careful about this, always cognizant. Because if one who does get too close, that could be a cause for them being either asked to move away, be distanced, or they can get punished. Very interesting ending, says Rabbi Yain, about this, that it goes without saying with someone who's a balaveira. One shot is, because if someone is a, a balaveira, someone did an avera and he didn't yet do the proper tshuva, it's disrespectful that he and that person in the state that he's in should be in pro- close proximity to this Adam Godel, who is a Kaddish Vitar. Another shot could be is that he's warning us. Someone who is a Balaveira, you come into the Chachum, many great Chachum and Tamini Chachum and could see and sense that this person is a Balaveira. So therefore, he's warning us against that. Continues the Mishnah that you may say, well, I, I know how to handle this, uh, this, uh, this relationship with the Chacham. Their bite is like the bite of a snake. And their sting is like the sting of a scorpion. 
In other words, maybe you'll think, you have a way of talking to them. Those who enchant the, the snake, and they have a way of charming the snake that it won't bite. It doesn't work that way by Chachamim. Their bite is like that of a snake. We know the Gemara says that the, the Nochosh, based on a Pazim Kehelis, has no benefit. It doesn't enjoy biting someone else. So too, that's why Lashon Hara, you don't really gain anything physical when you talk Lashon Hara. So that's why it's compared to the, to the Nochosh. And so to hear the Chacham, they don't give any benefit. They have no pleasure out of someone being punished because they were disrespectful or encroached too much text to this Chacham. But that's what the Nochosh is. That's the Mashal that the Neshich has Nochosh. The bite is like that of a snake. They won't benefit. Certainly, you can be rest assured that the, the great Chacham will be very displeased if someone got punished because of him. But that's the fact of the matter. And it's like a fiery serpent that there's no way of stopping it. It doesn't pay any attention. It doesn't, cannot be charmed. And that's the way it is with, with the, the, Gedele Yisrael Tamir Chacham. And finally, the whole Devreim Kigachalayesh. The words are like fiery coals. Don't argue with what they say. I also am a living person. I also can learn Torah. I also know how to learn. And I have ways of thinking and maybe uh, I'm, I'm more correct than this Talmud Chacham. You don't possess the same and you may be making a terrible mistake in your logic. Why? Why is every person different than the God of Kidivrehem? But the, the words of the Chachamim they have years of delving into, of thinking, of the penetrating their, the Torah into their mind to the point of these are the, the G'dayli Yisrael. Sometimes they look, you know, they're so gentle and they're so uh, humble in their ways and their demeanor and uh, they're not shooting out all of the Torah they have, even though they, they have it and they know it, but it's years and years of thinking and learning, purifying their thoughts and their minds that the Torah now is Seirefes B'Seicham. Like the Gemara says in the beginning of Tainas of Dalit says that the Tamil Chacham, it's really a Tzerubarabonavde, that who the Rosak that gets angry, it's a Raisa with the Rizcha. It's the Torah that's burning inside of him. The true Tamil Chacham, he, he becomes like a Chalik of the Torah himself. And one has to be very careful of what they say about this person and how they address him and thinking, well, I could also have, have a Svara in Torah. The uh, Rav Dessler, in the Sefer Meidas, he brings from Rav Dessler in Chalik Dalid, page 269, that Touches this idea. Just a few weeks ago, they read about the parish of Miriam told Lashon Hara to Aaron about Moshe. And if that's last Lashon Hara, what did she say? All she asked was, Harak ach b'Moshe diber Hashem. Does Hashem only give his prophecy to Moshe? Halekam bonu diber. We are also prophets. Hashem speaks to us also. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu take it upon himself to separate from Tzipayra? So if Desler asked, what's the problem? Miriam just asked the Kasha on the Rebbe Moshe Rabbeinu. Is there anything wrong with asking a kasha on the Rebbe? So, see, Reb Dessler says, no, there's nothing wrong with asking a question about your Rebbe's Hanhago to find out why he did that 
and to learn from it. But to question it by way of arguing against it, then even if the Rebbe doesn't care about it, the Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Chazal say about that, Rashi brings over there, the end of Parshas Baal Moshe Rabbeinu was the only he called on, he certainly didn't care about it. But the mere fact that one speaks that way against an Adam Gadol, there's direct punishment automatically. And Rabbeinu Yonah ends the Mishnah, as we explained, that's the Rabbeinu Yonah's way of understanding it. The first three, those are necessary all the time. These three that Rebbe says, wasn't a daily thing that he reviewed over. This word should be sheyosis, sheyosis el that you take to heart. But that can last for a while. It's not something that needs constant reminders like the first three. Good. That ends Mishnah Yud. We go on now to Mishnah Yud Aleph, a short Mishnah. The next Talmud, Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai, Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. Rabbi Yeshua, I met three things as well that he used to say. Ayin ora, v'yeitzah ora, v'sinas habriyos, meitzianes ha'odom, mina oilam. And this means, according to some of Roshim, from this world, something detrimental, catastrophic, could happen to this person in terms of Misa, or it means from Elam Abba. What are the three things this means that he has a bad way of looking at other people because he's jealous of them. He's not satisfied with what we has. He's not And he looks at his friend who has more wealth than him, who has more broch in his life, who has more success than him, whether it's in financial success, success with his children, success with his ruchnius, success with his gashmius, and one looks with an eye on our eye. one looks, looks with a negative eye, he looks with, with jealousy and disdain to that person. When I, when, when I be a wealthy person, when will I have the same nakas with my children and grandchildren as that person? This looking with an eye on Ra causes harm to the person himself and to the person who he's looking at. He says, Rabbi Yenis says, this is really a, a, a fact of nature. And many think that, nah, it can't really be true if someone looks at somebody, there's nothing physical going on. Says Rabbi Yenis, and other Rishayim say it, and the Achreinim, the Chazanish has a piece on this, the Stipla has a piece in the Kilis Yaakov, in Bavakama, whether a person is mechuyiv to pay when one is mazik somebody with ayin hara or other school ways. But says Rabbi Yenah, the Tchach Mi'atev already told us, that Achoy made Mikol HaShad Re'ayu, one who covets someone else's, what someone else has, the Avir Oylem and Amachshava, that there's something physical, some sort of physical vapor rises up from this person's thought process. The Seireis HaSadvarim Sha'ayim Ben Ben he has the ability, a person has the ability to actually damage and do harm to someone else, someone else's possession, someone else's family. So that's a, that's a serious thing that a person has the ability to do. The Gemara Mbom says, Rab once came to a Beisach forest, he says, I surveying over here, I see 99% of the people died from Ayin Hara. Continues, but not only are you going to harm that person, but you're going to harm yourself, he says. You are desiring things that you really don't have 
the ability to obtain. That thought, that frustration will only make you stress, will only make a person break down his body. It's going to break him down. It's going to shorten his life. Quite literally, it's going to make him die sooner. And Vizel Ayan Harashom Rabbi Shua. Raila said that this is the Pshat, is because Al Shomer Bakan Ayan Harab, which is Loshon Zohar, and this is in the masculine. Shazel Ha'oyen Bara means he's looking with a negative and a evil eye. Well, Lamala earlier in the Mishnah, we had that Ayan Ra, one of the things that the, the you're supposed to stay away from. There's the Ayan Teva and Ayan Ra, but that Ayan Ra. Sheper Shnu, there was Rabbi Yezer who said, "Stay away from Ayin Rov of all the bad midas." Sheper Shnu, Al Midas Hakilus. That was in terms of stinginess. Shalaki the Bimikat Samafarshim. Differently, the other Mafarshim explained. They explained it was an Amasei Mepachelkei. He says, "No, Ayin Hara is someone who's Amasei Mepachelkei." And finally, the Yitzhara, obviously dealing with the Yitzhara, and one who is not equipped to fight it and deal with it regularly. And just in its literal understanding, someone who dislikes other people, that ends Mishnah Yeralef, Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.